0: And you're listening to the Four Sides Podcast And don't forget to tell all your little baby dork-ass friends To listen to the Four Sides Podcast too Otherwise, War is gonna rule your ass
1: And welcome back to the four sides podcast i'm your host caleb Carr. i know it's been a while thanks for sticking with us if you press that play button i appreciate it thanks for spending your time with us um i don't really need to get into why we've been gone and stuff you know just sometimes in life we need a little break we just kind of need time to just breathe and stuff but uh But let's just jump right back into business. Uh, Today, we're going to be kind of talking about the CCW show that took place last month and talking about what's to come this Saturday. And to help me do that today is one of my closest friends from my time in CCW. It's Big Nasty.
0: Hello, folks. We'll be talking about CCW recap and the matches this Saturday.
1: Yep. Yep. So, just kind of to break the ice real quick, Big Nasty, just kind of what got you into being a wrestling fan?
0: Well, really, I got interested in wrestling when my dad, you know, he watched it as a kid, and he grew up watching it, so I grew up watching it as a kid, and I've been watching it since I was like four, so, and then when I went back to, when I started going to CCW, it brought back the memories of watching it as a kid, so... It got me back into the wrestling fever.
1: Yeah, that's great. That's kind of how it worked for me too. I mean, and I'm glad we kind of got to meet, we meet and become friends through CCW. Oh yeah,
0: I mean, I've met I've met more friends at CCW than I usually do in my normal life because I don't get out that much. But
1: yeah, same here, man. But awesome to have you here today, man. I know you've been wanting to come on here for a while, so I mean.
0: Hey, yeah. Big Nasty's hard to find. So. Yeah,
1: you're a, you're a good friend of mine, so I'm happy to have you here. But uh, what'd you think of the last CCW show, CCW Inferno? Well,
0: I mean, it it was definitely a heated show. I mean, it kept you on your toes. I mean, every match was it, it surprised you like with new people coming out, like Jake Lander. You didn't know he was gonna be there. Yeah, I'm a
1: big, big fan of Jake Lander.
0: And then he won the Pure Open title. I mean, that was awesome. And then just every match was heated. Every thing was going on, and new rivalry started. So
1: yeah, I mean, that's why they call it Inferno, cause things heat up, you know.
0: Yeah, especially the temperature outside.
1: I know, man. This this heat has been like making my head hurt. Like like the Inferno heat from CCW was great, but the heat we're having right now is just just needs to go away.
0: I agree on that.
1: But anyways, uh, to open up the CCW Inferno, we had a battle royal where the winner got to go on to the ladder match for the pure openweight title later that night. And as you stated earlier, uh, Jake Lander made his debut and he won the battle royal.
0: Yeah, that was an awesome battle royal. I mean, it kept you on your feet. You didn't know who was going to get over or. Who was gonna win? Because it was back and forth.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. Like I was. So I was ring announcing that night. So I was kind of in the back watching on the. You know what? Uh, uh, I didn't really get to see everybody, but as I went back and watched on Fight TV, which you can go back and watch the replay on Fight TV. Um, i seen a lot of standouts in that match. You had uh, you had Denzel Rollins. Uh, you had El Jabernito. Uh, Ryu Kendrick. He was the... I think he was the second to last person to be eliminated. Uh, I'm just more impressed every time I see that guy.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, he's really surprised me. I didn't know he would last that long. But, I mean, he's took it through and he lasts until the end. I mean, but, you know, he got thrown out by Lander, but... I mean, he'll always get he get another shot, you know? Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. Keep working hard for you. Uh, another highlight of that match that I noticed was uh, Trent Daniels eliminated his own partner, J.J. Walker. And th- this is something I've kind of been talking about for some time.
0: Yeah, Trent Daniels, I mean, he's not a big fan of the Big Nasty, but...
1: I don't think he's a big fan of anybody but himself. Right?
0: No, he self-insured.
1: But, yeah, uh... Jake Lander eliminates Trent Daniels to win the match and go on later in the night to win the pure openweight title. But uh, another match that took place that I was really, really impressed with too was uh, the Mega Brothers taking on No Role Models. And this isn't isn't the No Role Models that we're used to. Uh, This was actually ATM and Eli Rossi. And I didn't... This is the first time I've got to see Eli in action. Like, I've seen him... I've seen him as a manager, but I have never seen his in-ring work. And he he impressed the heck out of me.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, even him as on the ring, outside of the ring, he was giving his teammates the effort to go and keep going. I mean, he was cheering them on. But to see him in a ring, he took all fours. I mean, he took it. And he gave everybody what he could handle in the ring. I mean, he surprised me.
1: How about that Samoan drop he hit on Slammer? Oh, man. That thing was I bet beautiful. He,
0: yeah, I don't bet Slammer, he didn't like that anymore the next day. Yeah, uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure. I felt it.
1: I'm sure Slammer got back up, though.
0: Oh, yeah, Slammer always gets back up. It's Hulk Miniat fans going on.
1: Yeah, Dalton Anthony, too. I mean, those were just, like I said, I, I absolutely loved the match. I thought everybody did great.
0: Yes, I mean, that was a good general tag team match. You would always want
1: Yep, definitely. Ro- uh, no role models going over in that match. Uh, next match was supposed to be Mike Outlaw versus Everett Connors, but uh, Everett Connors couldn't make it. So uh, Walker Hayes, who was also in the Battle Royal, uh, he wanted the second chance at a W that night. So he called out Mike Outlaw, and they had a little match.
0: Yeah, he called him out, and, you know, Cause he was irritated because he didn't win the Battle Royal, but so he wanted a second chance, like you said, to win, have a win under his belt. But things didn't work in his favor that night.
1: Yeah, Mike Outlaw got that win. Um, another great match.
0: I mean, yeah, I mean, for a match, it was good. It just Walker needs to, you know, reset everything and come back fresh.
1: Yeah, I mean, sometimes it. Sometimes you just gotta take a step back and be like. I'm not getting the wins, so what do I got to do to get those wins?
0: Yeah, because he's a great athlete. He just needs to refocus and get everything going. Yeah,
1: agree with that. Um, the next match was for the tag team titles: uh, Dangerous and Delicious defending against the Singularity. Uh, first time, <laughs> first time this happened. Uh, a really, a very quick roll-up victory by Justin Smart.
0: Yes, I mean, I didn't even get to take a picture of that match, or even focus on it. It was just like, you know, really fast.
1: But you know, Singularity wanted another chance, so D and D were like, "Hey, why not?" And uh, I gotta say, uh, I think this, I think the second time around, the Singularity put in a little better of an effort, and I think this may have been their best match. Since they've been in CCW, like, huh. even though they didn't win the titles, like, they put in a, a great match.
0: I mean, yeah, I mean, for a tag team, I mean, they haven't had many moments together in the CCW, but like he and Caleb said, yeah, I mean, it was a good match the second round. The first time, they, I think, just got a little over-jealous, but, I mean, the second time, they showed what they were doing in the ring and that they're going to be worthy one day for the championships,
1: Yeah, I think eventually they'll. It may not been their time that night, but I think eventually they may get those tag titles. But uh, still, the champions, dangerous and delicious, and they've been champions for I think over, think over a year now. Yeah. What's your thoughts on that?
0: I mean, at first I didn't think they would coexist because they used to, you know, be little enemies, had a little rivalry going. But they put their differences aside, and they've been dominating CCW for over a year now. I mean. Yeah, I mean, nobody can touch them.
1: Yeah, I mean, some critics may say that you know CCW was shut down for quite a time because of the pandemic, and some people may say that's the only reason why they've been champions for over a year. But to those people, I say they have beaten pretty much everybody in CCW.
0: I mean, yeah, tag team wise. I mean, they give it their all. I mean. Yeah, they was we was not there for a little while for the pandemic, but when we came back they were still on their feet, they was a hundred percent. They give it their all and that's what they just do. Yep.
1: Uh so after that I think we went to intermission. so uh, I didn't really uh one of my regrets from this show is I didn't really get to talk to Heath Slayer a lot. Or Heath. He calls himself Heath now.
0: Well, I know you you know, you were working, but Big Nasty got to talk to him and he was talking about how he was always go on road trips with R-Truth and R-Truth was always making jokes and making him laugh constantly. He said he can never stop laughing because of R-Truth making jokes and stuff. And he said he's the best dad he's ever seen as a father, R-Truth is. And he said it was great to work with R-Truth and I was like, that's awesome.
1: That's cool, man. I, the little bit I did see Heath at the show, he seemed like a pretty cool dude.
0: I mean, so yeah. Cool. I mean, he was down to earth and, you know, he'll talk about anything, you know, about wrestling. I mean, he was just a pretty chill guy to me.
1: Yeah, hopefully one of these days I'll get to run into Heath again, maybe have a, actually have a conversation with the guy. But anything else, anything else from intermission that I might have missed? Uh, you have anything to share?
0: I mean... I mean... You never can forget F&M memorabilia. I mean, you buy action figures and signed pictures. I mean, they're going to be bringing somebody this Saturday. Unfortunately, Razor Ramon will not be with us yeah. this Saturday.
1: Yeah, shout out to F&M Wrestling memorabilia and all the hard work that they do. Um... Yeah, we were. they were supposed to bring Scott Hall for this Saturday, but unfortunately, life happens, and you know, as they always say, card's subject to change. Uh, Scott will not be there on Saturday, but uh, stay tuned for a replacement. I don't want to say a replacement, because no. you can't really replace Scott Hall, but uh, they're working with them to find somebody to bring in Scott's place, so uh, just stay tuned for that.
0: I mean, if I know F and M, Billy, they're gonna bring somebody that's great, as Scott Hall at least, or close to Scott Hall. I mean, they always bring good wrestlers in to meet us and have great attitudes. So.
1: Yeah, I second that. Um, but back from intermission, uh, we had a triple threat tag team match. It was the Crowleys versus the besties in the world versus. The Low Lives, but it was a diff. It was a little bit of a different version of the Low Lives than we're used to. It was Joey O'Reilly, and apparently trying out to be a part of the Low Lives. It was the realest Calvin Aldridge.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, I was hoping for the real Low Lives, but I mean, Calvin. I mean, he was in the ring and he was staying up with the Crowley's and the Besties. I mean, it was a good triple threat tag team.
1: There's not very many people in CCW that have pinned Jackson Crowley. No. Uh, Calvin Aldridge is one of those.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's a good thing to have under his belt because the Crowleys, I mean, they're going up and up. And for to him to have a win over a Crowley, that's a big thing.
1: Well, I'm talking about like back whenever uh, the Ashley McClure Memorial Show before the pandemic started. Oh, yeah. Uh, Calvin Aldridge eliminated Jackson Crowley from the finals of that so
0: oh, yeah, that was the, that was a big shock. I mean, I couldn't believe it, really.
1: Yeah, a little bit of controversy, but we don't, we don't have to get into that. Uh, no. But now uh, Calvin's got two wins over a guy like Jackson Crowley, who's won the CCW title three times. And not only that, he has victory over Rose Crowley and the besties in the world.
0: I mean, yeah, I mean, he should become, you know, in the future for a title shot because, I mean, he's been beating some good people. Yeah. And he's showing that he's learning every month he comes in.
1: Absolutely. I wasn't sure what to think about the team of Joey O'Reilly and Calvin Aldridge, but they got the job done that night.
0: They in came line. in and did what they needed to do, so.
1: Yeah, like you said, might put him in line for a future title shot. Uh, next match was supposed to be Mr. 100 Shannon Young versus Jeff O'Dell, but, you know, Jeff Oldell didn't get his blood work done, so, uh, Billy Hills had a little trick up his sleeve, though, uh, brought in, brought in the monster of the Midwest, Baracus.
0: Yes, Baracus, I mean, if you haven't seen him, you need to, because, I mean, he's a beast for sure, I mean. Dude is
1: a monster.
0: I mean, he's like a young Mark Henry, in my opinion. He comes in, gets the work done, and he gets paid, and he goes home. Yeah.
1: Uh, Baracus, kind of. I I don't want to say, I don't want to say Mr. One Hundred didn't put up a fight because he was throwing punches and doing everything he could. But I mean, when it's against a guy like Baracus, like what do you do?
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, he put up a fight. I mean, anybody that stands toe to toe with Baracus, I mean, you got to have some, you know gall to go against him because he's a big man and he's strong but Shannon he put up a fight I mean he did everything he could
1: yeah he sure did but unfortunately he didn't get that win
0: no but at least he'll learn something and he'll go back to the drawing board hopefully and figure uh, something out
1: yeah, Mr. 100 a pretty smart guy but then again so is Jeff Odell
0: yeah I mean Jeff Odell he's sneaky oh
1: yeah uh Next match was uh, Melanie Cruz and Aaron Clay taking on Lil Bit and Leo D. A little bit of a mixed tag team match here. Kind of two grudges in one match because you had Leo D and Aaron Clay. Used to be Casey's finest, but Leo D betrayed Aaron. And then, of course, you got Lil Bit who won the women's title for Melanie Cruz.
0: I mean, yeah, because. You got little he's with the House 100. I mean,
1: the Pinnacle. The hey, Pinnacle. Hey, it's all good. It's all good. And
0: you got Leo D and he just now joined the Pinnacle and he betrayed his partner because he wanted bigger things. So now they got a beef going on and I'm imagine the rivalry's not over yet.
1: No, it's it's got to be far from over. A little bit and Leo D did pick up the win because uh Brandon barbed wire kind of interfered and showed his loyalty to the Pinnacle.
0: Yeah, he showed that he's there for his group, no matter if the fans like him. He was there for him, and they got the win. But hopefully next time, maybe they can get the win instead of the Pinnacle.
1: Oh yeah, uh, next match was the Triple Threat ladder match. Uh, it was Hollis Jarrow defending that Pure Open weight title against Zay Washington and the guy that won the battle Royal earlier that night, Jake Lander.
0: Uh, Yeah, I mean, that match, that match blew me away. I mean, there was so much high flying and ladders flying, kind of. I mean, bodies flying. I mean, Zay Washington is nobody to look under to. I mean, he's rising too, just like the other guys. But Hollis and... Zay Washington just, you know, didn't win the match at night, but Lander, I mean, he might be little, but he puts up a big fight.
1: Yeah, I've been watching Lander for quite a few years now, and uh, just another one of those guys that impresses me more and more every time I see him. Uh, One of the things I really liked about this match was uh, you you had a high flyer in Zay Washington, he had more of a technical wrestler in Hollis Jerro, and then you had Jake Lander, who was kind of a mix of both. If you think about it,
0: I mean, yeah, I mean, there was there was all mixtures of high flying and technical wrestling, and they just worked real good together. They're all different qualities that they do in wrestling, and Lander, I mean, he just pulled it out that night, and well, for
1: his first night in CCW, yeah,
0: his debut,
1: yeah, that's pretty big.
0: I mean, he's. I mean, when his music played, I was surprised he came to the better row, and then he he won it, and he then he won the title later that night. I mean.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I, got, I walked in, like I got there early. I see, I seen Jake Lander, and I. If you'd told me that he was gonna walk out the pure open weight champion, I would've been like, huh.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, I didn't see it coming at all. I mean, it shocked me. Not because he's not great, but oh,
1: he's he's fantastic. He's, it's just kind of
0: if you know the pinnacle, you know how they work.
1: It's just kind of it's just kind of one of those out of nowhere things, you know.
0: Yeah, it was, I mean, it was out and it was a random mm-hmm. person, but to put in the role, I mean, it shocked the fans. Absolutely. Yeah,
1: I'm glad the fans kind of seem to enjoy him too.
0: I mean, yeah, because I mean. And you always want the fans, you know, to be cheering you if you're a good guy or the bad guys like to be booed, but, I mean, Lander, he got over on the fans and they like him, and now he's the pure open weight champion, so.
1: Yeah, that says a lot about Lander to come in and, like, have nobody know you in the crowd and then you leave and pretty much everybody's a fan.
0: I mean, yeah, he's on the top of the list now. I mean, everybody loves him. Just one night of seeing him.
1: Yeah. Uh, main event that night was a uh, fatal four-way. It was Brandon Barbwire defending the title against Warhorse, KLD, and Aaron Roberts. And man, this was this was one heck of a main event. I thought.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, there was so much going on. I couldn't keep up with who was where because, I mean, there was people fighting out of the ring. They was fighting in the ring. I mean, it was just a straight brawl.
1: Yeah. Uh, say what you want about Brandon Barbwire, his tactics and being in the pinnacle but uh, he, he overcame what he, he overcame in my eyes a large obstacle. like he like in some people's eyes he wasn't supposed to win that match, but he did. He went in there and he took on three of possibly the best wrestlers in the Midwest today. And he, he walked out still the champion.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm not a big Brandon fan, but I give it to him because, I mean, him to go against Warhorse, K.O.D. and Aaron Roberts. I mean, if you told me he would win that match, I probably wouldn't believe you. But he did. He pulled it off, and he lived to fight another night.
1: Yeah, he sure did. So, uh, yeah, that was a pretty, that was a pretty amazing show last month. Uh,
0: Inferno. It was it was heated. Yeah. And I still feeling the sunburn from that <laughs> show.
1: <laughs> I'm still we're still feeling the heat, aren't we, Donald? Yes. Uh, it's summertime. No. Ah, uh, it was good to see her there too on commentary. Um, Sarah Summers. It, oh great, yes. Good to, good to see Asa Gray. If you want to rewatch CCW Inferno, or like if you plan on coming to. The show this Saturday, and you just kind of want to catch up on everything going on, uh, make sure you go check it out on Fight TV. I think it's like fourteen ninety nine. You get to hear my beautiful voice ring announcing. You get to hear Asa's beautiful voice. You get to hear Sarah's beautiful voice. get to see Big Nasty's beautiful face in the crowd.
0: I mean, for sure. I mean, I'm glad Sarah Summers and Asa Gray is back because they're part of the CCW family. I mean, they've been there since day one. And for them to be back on commentary, it was awesome,
1: absolutely. Um, but the sh- let's get to the show this Saturday. Uh, Armstrong Outdoors presents Cape Championship Wrestling's fifth anniversary. Can you believe we made it this far?
0: I mean, it went by fast, but I mean, it was a good ride so far. I mean, five years of CCW, I mean. It's been my life since that first day of the shows.
1: Yeah, I'll tell you what, man. Uh, I've probably told this story on here too many times, but back in 2016, I heard there was this little wrestling company starting in Cape, and I was I was thrilled, dude. I was so happy, and I was I was ready to just I was ready to be there and just help out however I could. I mean, I wasn't. I don't think I was ready to do that whenever I first started going and stuff but like five years later here I am we're we're doing a podcast right now talking about the show and I'm ring announcing for the show
0: I mean for sure I mean I never would thought we would have a you know wrestling company in Cape Girardeau Missouri but I mean when I heard about it, it was when Matt Hardy was there and it got me to go to it and I'm still here today and I mean I got met some great friends and family friends yeah I mean got to meet some great wrestlers that came to CCW I mean Mm -hmm. it's a great show and I mean it's just a great place to be
1: yeah absolutely I mean I've met you I've met Noah Hudson uh Robert Young uh Shannon Young uh Brandon Barbwire Jason Wells Barry Carafa, so many names. Uh, Lee Montgomery.
0: I mean, Ken Murphy. Ken Murphy,
1: yes. So many names. I, we, I could just go on all day. Yeah, I
0: met so many great people through CCW. I mean, it's just too much to count.
1: Yeah. Uh, real quick before I forget this, um, I'm not sure if they have any left or not, but uh, since Armstrong Outdoors is the big sponsor of this show, I... Uh, they're going to be selling these VIP skybox seats. I I believe they're 40 bucks. I think you get a ticket to the show, and you get a poster and a meal. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong on that. Uh, go to the Cape Championship Wrestling page on Facebook for more details about that.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's the first time they've done this, but, I mean, I'm thinking it's going to go good. I mean, gives people to see over the whole thing. I mean.
1: Yeah, I'm real excited to see how it. And how it turns out.
0: I mean, CCW is always growing every time.
1: Yes, and thank you, the Armstrong Outdoors, for being the big sponsor for the show.
0: We always appreciate people, you know, believing in CCW and giving us their sponsors. I mean, we always appreciate it.
1: Yep, we thrive off you guys' support.
0: If it wasn't for the fans and the support, I mean, we wouldn't have wrestling. I mean, that's it, The fans is what makes it.
1: Heard that but let's get into this. This is probably super show quality show. I know I say that a lot, but this this is really, really a stacked card. Uh got a little of a grudged match, eight man tag team match. Uh Leo D teaming up with Ken Dang and the singularity to take on. Aaron Clay, Ryu Kendrick, Denzel Rollins and L Jabernito. Those two kind of in the battle royal. Kind of yeah, excited. I
0: mean, they was already in the barrel, and they, you know, they showed what they could do. I mean, for them to be all be in a ring, I mean, it's gonna be a great match. I mean, it's it's a super show quality match.
1: Absolutely. So who you got in this match? That's the that's the big question.
0: I mean, if I had to, my personal opinion. Aaron Roberts and them. I mean, they're gonna be my win.
1: Aaron Clay, you mean?
0: Aaron Clay. <laughs> hey, so many Aarons. Yeah, I know. So
1: many Aarons. Uh, you know, I'm gonna go with Team Aaron Clay also because I feel like Aaron Clay just has that motivation to get revenge yeah, on the I mean, last month wasn't wasn't his night, but I think this Saturday is going to be.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm for sure. I mean, he's gonna get it over this time. I mean. They were close friends, and, you know, his partner wanted to go on the bad side, but, I mean, your money talks, so...
1: Yeah, it sure does. I'm also really excited to see more of Denzel Rollins. I've seen him a few times. Uh, El Jabernino, I think that was my first time seeing him in the Battle Royal. so I'm, I'm always looking forward to seeing what new faces can do in CCW.
0: I mean, yeah, I mean... When they bring new talent in, you get to see, you know, new stuff. I mean, they do moves that you haven't seen before. I mean, and then it helps them out. The crowd gets over, and they love them. I mean.
1: Absolutely. Uh, We got the tag team rematch between the Crowleys and the besties in the world. Uh, Last time these two faced off, uh, low-life Joey O'Reilly. I was going to say the low-lives, but it was just Joey O'Reilly. He kind of got involved. And then they had that triple threat tag team match last month. But uh, this time, I'm hoping for a match with no interference. Just a straight up tag team match between the Crowleys and the Besties.
0: I mean, for sure on that. Because, I mean, the Crowleys, I mean, they're going big. And the Besties, you know, they've been going for a while. I mean, and they're both two great talents that you would love to see anytime. And for them to go 1-on-1 in a tag match, I mean... No air interference. I mean that would be a great match. That'll be match of the year in my opinion.
1: I hope we get an interference free match. Who you got on this one?
0: I mean, I would have to say the Crowleys. I mean, they got a big push recently and they're just getting out there and they're going. I mean they're working perfect.
1: Yeah. Uh I kinda I think whenever we were talking about their match uh a few episodes back I think it was. I don't know, it's been so long since I've done this. Uh I kind of thought the Besties were gonna lose to the Crowley's because just not knowing the Crowley's well enough. But I feel like I feel like these past couple of months they've kind of gotten to know the Crowley's a little bit, and I think I think I got the Besties on this one.
0: That might be unpopular, but so you think they got the upper hand this time then?
1: Uh maybe. I mean,
0: I mean they could. I mean, you never know what they have up their sleeve. I mean. They fought him a few times, so, I mean, you never know.
1: Yeah. A six-man tag team match. Walker Hayes, Trent Daniels, and J.J. Walker, the trendsetters, taking on the Mega Brothers and the debuting Xavier
0: Walker. I mean, that's going to be a match on itself. I mean, you got the Mega Brothers, and then you got, you know, Walker Hayes and other you know new talent have you
1: seen xavier walker before
0: no i have not
1: so xavier walker is about seven feet tall if not seven feet tall correct me if i'm wrong uh very very talented dude been killing it up in the st louis area and other places Uh, i think you're really gonna like him
0: well i'm sure ready to you know to see him in the ring i mean we haven't really had that many tall guys like that. I mean, I've never seen a 7-foot guy in CCW yet, so...
1: Yeah, I mean, Xavier Walker and Walker Hayes, that's going to be a big hoss fight, and we love our hoss fights. Oh,
0: yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, Big Nasty loves hoss fights. I mean, that's what we'd go for.
1: Yeah. I'm going to go with Xavier Walker and the Mega Brothers just because of just how well the Mega Brothers have been doing lately and then uh, just my experience seeing Xavier Walker...
0: I mean, I don't know Xavier Walker yet, but, I mean, the Mega Brothers, like you said, I mean, they've been pulling it out at win by win. I mean, they should be coming for, you know, another chance for the title soon.
1: Yeah, hopefully. I mean, and another factor that I didn't bring up, uh, are Trent Daniels and JJ going to be able to get along? Because, you know, Trent threw JJ out of the Battle Royal whenever there were other people to be thrown out. So, I mean, are there any hard feelings there?
0: I mean... For Trent, I mean, he probably don't care, but, I mean, his partner, I mean, he's probably not going to work as the best together, but, I mean, you never know.
1: Yeah, I mean, we'll have to see. I mean, J.J.'s kind of, I don't know, seems like J.J. kind of idolizes Trent Daniels a little bit, which is kind of really disappointing, but, you know, I can't control people. Uh, next match for the Women's Championship, uh, the Pinnacle Princess a little bit defending against another debuting wrestler, uh, the arachnoid Blair Onyx and I'm pretty sure that's somebody you've never seen before.
0: Oh no, I mean I've never heard of her yet but I mean I know Caleb has here so
1: Oh yeah, I've seen I, it's funny you say that because I've actually only seen Blair Onyx a few number times but um, I've seen her in matches with the likes of Kylie Ray, Sue Young, uh, Brooke Valentine uh, she's She's one of those up and coming talents and I think here and I think here in the next few years she's going to get really 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 big.
0: I mean to hear that. I mean I'm gra- grateful that she's coming through uh, CCW to fight for the title. I mean see what she has, you know, given a ring. I mean see if she has what it takes to beat the champ. I mean.
1: Yeah. Uh but I think I think with The Pinnacle on Lil Bits side, I think Lil Bits going to Retain. I think there's going to be some kind of trick up the sleeve.
0: I mean, with the pinnacle, there's always tricks. I mean, they always pull new things out. I mean, that's Jeff.
1: Yeah. Uh, next match for the tag team titles. Uh, Dangerous and Delicious. Defending against no role models. And the low lives consisting of Joey O'Reilly and Calvin Aldridge.
0: I mean, that match, I mean, I don't know personally who I would want to win i mean i probably you know is delicious to keep it but you never know with you know new talent facing them finally i mean some new people
1: yeah i mean no role models has had an opportunity at dangerous and delicious and uh so far i think they're the ones that's come the closest to beating dangerous and delicious so um it's really hard to say for me because uh Dangerous and Delicious have been champions for over a year, but then again, no road miles. It's just
0: there is a new upcoming talent. I mean they got so s-
1: they haven't even been they haven't even been wrestling for a calendar year. Well, I know ATM hasn't.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean for that to say that I mean they got so much talent already. Mm-hmm. I mean in a, in a few years, I mean they're gonna I mean they'll probably go big, I mean.
1: Th- this may be their night.
0: Yeah, I mean Who they knows, really? that might surprise us. <laughs>
1: They could. I mean, and the thing about this is Dangerous and Delicious don't even have to be pinned to lose the titles because it's a triple threat match.
0: Yeah, that's the only downfall. I mean, they could be outside and then the other people get pinned and then, you know, they lose their belts. But that's the way the triple threat works, though.
1: Yeah. But if anybody can overcome that challenge, it's got to be Dangerous and Delicious, right?
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, they have overcame a lot of obstacles in the whole year they've been champions I mean they came back after the COVID and they still fought like they never got out of the ring
1: that's right I don't really I don't really know if I want to make a pick on this match or not because I, like I I don't think the low lives are going to win but uh I, I really can't I really really can't decide between D&D and the role models I, I just can't do it
0: I mean, yeah, that's a hard match to pick. I mean, between them two teams, I mean.
1: I'll tell you who the winner's going to be, the fans.
0: Yes, I mean, the fans are always the winners. I mean, they get to see great quality matches and always get surprises about somebody winning out of nowhere. I mean.
1: Yeah, now we're going to get into some
0: real
1: big star power matches here. Uh, we got, for the pure openweight championship, Jake Lander, the new champion, defending against Hollis Jerro and Impact Wrestling's Rohit Raju, or you may know him better as Hakeem Zayn.
0: Yes, I mean, I've met him a few times. I mean, he he likes to win a little dirty ways, but I mean, it's going to be a good triple threat match for the pure openweight title. I mean, you got Jake Lander also. I mean, he just debuted last month, but he's already got over with the fans, and everybody knows hollister o. i mean he's with the pinnacle and they always got tricks but it's a triple threat so anybody could get in
1: yeah that's that's true i think it's gonna be jake lander though
0: i mean my pick yeah i mean jake lander he has mine i mean he's always surprised me when he came last month and then he won the battle royal and then he won the ladder match i mean it's just up for him i mean he hasn't
1: yeah, it just makes sense for this momentum to keep going for him.
0: Yeah, I mean, for him to lose momentum now would make no sense. I mean, yeah, he needs to keep rising. and. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's his time to shine.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, another Impact Wrestling superstar coming in, Jake Something. He's going to be taking on KLD. And this is actually a match I've got to see in the past before Jake Something signed with Impact. And, man, I...
0: I don't know if you guys are ready for this one or not. I mean, I've seen it, too. I mean, it was at Glory Pro. Them two guys, they're it's a hoss match. I mean, Jake something, he's a strong man. Yeah. But uh, you can't give it a wall away, though. I mean, KOD, he is athletic for his mm, size.
1: That's true. Um, I will say to the fans, though, uh, y'all better hold on to something.
0: Yes, cause. hold on, <laughs> because the barricades might come down. They may very well come down. Uh
1: Man, this is another this is another tough match to pick, but uh, I think I'm gonna pick KLD just because uh, most of the times I've seen this match, Jake something's come out on top, and I just think I just think this be a good win for Kev.
0: I mean, for sure. I mean, he needs a win. I mean, I mean, he's been coming to CCW. I mean, he sh- every time he comes, he shows what he can do and more. I mean, and for him to get a win over Jake something, that would be a good step towards maybe facing for the heavyweight title
1: again yeah hey Donald what's his name something <laughs> I had to do that I always have to do that uh,
0: a, little, a little hint though his nickname also is Big Nasty but is it yeah he told me that when I met him once
1: really I did not I did not know that
0: but he said that I'm more nasty than he is so. mm,
1: I, I could see him saying that <laughs> A $20,000 challenge. It's $20,000. Actually, no, it's $10,000 from Mr. 100 versus $10,000 from Jeff O'Dell. Uh Representing Jeff O'Dell is going to be Baracus. Representing Shannon Young is going to be the returning Calvin Tankman.
0: I mean, that's going to be a, another hoss fight, really, I mean. And there's money on the line. You know, Jeff is not one to lose easily. I mean, he's gonna pull strings to keep that money. But I mean, Baracus—he's on a tear since he came back. I mean, he's been, you know, cooped up because of, you know COVID. But I mean, he came back and one show, he's already got me back on my feet.
1: Yeah, once, like you said earlier uh, about dangerous and delicious, it doesn't look like Baracus has lost a beat.
0: No, I mean, it looks like he's fresh and like he just wrestled yesterday.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, with this being a $20,000 challenge, I kind of, this is just something I wanted to share that I kind of appreciate about this. Uh, it kind of reminds me of WrestleMania 1, Big John Studd versus Andre the Giant.
0: I mean, I personally haven't seen that match. I don't, don't shame me, but... Nah, It's all
1: good. No judgment um, here.
0: But that would I mean, I, that's a horse fight there itself. I mean, mm-hmm. Big John Studd, he was a big guy. And Andre, he was a giant. hmm So, I mean, to compare that, I mean, that's a good comparison. Yeah. Who you got in this match? I mean, I'm not a big fan of, you know, Pinnacle, but I think they got it this time.
1: You think Pinnacle's got it?
0: Yeah, I think Jeff is going to pull some, pull some stuff. I mean, I love Shannon. He He's one of my friends, but, you know... Jeff Odell he pulls it at the end. He he always surprises with something.
1: Man, I'm gonna go with heavyweight hustle Calvin Tankman because if you call back to when the Pinnacle hired him, they kinda they kinda rubbed him the wrong way. So I think Calvin's gonna bring some fight and yeah, get that, that way. I
0: mean that's true. I mean, yeah. Because they didn't they didn't Do them the way they should have, I mean... Yeah,
1: they they didn't see eye to eye. Like, him and Ken Dane got into it, and it led to a shoving match with Calvin just kind of walking out on them.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, that's true. I mean, he has beef with the pinnacle, so he's going to do everything he can to win and shove it in their face. I mean, so you are right about that. Yep. Uh, The problem child,
1: Aaron Roberts, takes on... Impact Wrestling X Division Champion Josh Alexander in the Big Dream Match.
0: Yes, I mean Aaron Roberts. I mean he's said it. You know it's just you know a dream match for him. I mean to fight somebody you know that great and he's the X Division Champion in Impact. I mean and Aaron Roberts he's a young star. I mean mm-hmm. he's still growing and for him to get a match with somebody in that quality, I mean that's just a dream.
1: Yeah, I've seen I've seen X Division champions like I think the last time I seen an X Division champion wrestle in person, it was Brian Cage. No, actually, I take that back. It was Ace Austin. But, you know, seeing that X Division Championship, a, a belt I grew up watching just every time, it's it's so special, and I'm glad it's coming to CCW.
0: I mean, for sure. I mean, I've, I grew up watching that and X-Division matches with, for the title, I mean, it was always blew my mind, I mean, and for him to be athletic he, as he is for his size, I mean, he surprises me and Aaron Robertson he, I mean, he's no surprise either, I mean, he's a big man, but he pulls out stunts that not many people can do. I
1: love Josh Alexander. I think he's probably one of the best wrestlers in the world today. But uh, I think Aaron's going to... This is a big moment for Aaron. I would usually say that the nerves would get the better of him. But I think Aaron's going to pull something out that night. And he's going to get the win.
0: I mean, for sure. I mean, yes, I was in there. I mean, he's he's a champion and he's on impact. But... Aaron Roberts, he's been on the tear, and he's grown to his, you know, into the CCW family, and he's getting the feel for it. So, I mean, he can good-likely win this match easily. I mean, I mean it's not going to be an easy fight, but he will.
1: No, no, it's never an easy fight against Josh Alexander.
0: I mean, I never got to see a Josh Alexander fight in person, but I've seen him on TV, and trust me, I mean, he lays his opponents out.
1: Yeah, he sure does. Um, main event CCW Championship. It's gonna be a street fight. Brandon Barbwire defending the title against Warhorse. And I gotta say, uh, if Warhorse doesn't win this, I think this may be his last shot at the CCW title.
0: I mean, for sure. I mean, because I mean, if he don't win this, I mean, I don't know what the future is for Warhorse, but. My opinion, I think he's going to give everything he has at least. I mean, I know that for sure because I've seen him, and he's always give a hundred and ten percent in yeah. his matches.
1: I mean, Warhorse does say that his opponent fights till they lose, but he fights until he breathes his last breath.
0: Oh, well, for sure. I mean, that words is going to come probably true this weekend because he's going to give it his last breath. I mean. Because he has been itching for this title for a little bit.
1: You think that you think this Saturday is gonna be the night he finally takes it?
0: I mean, my personal opinion. I mean, I think it's his time to shine and his time to make CCW grow more with Warhorse. I mean, who doesn't love War Horse? I mean, he was on AEW and he got to fight against Cody. I mean, that's awesome. And he's just growing and growing and. It's time to put the pinnacle down a peg, my opinion.
1: Yeah, I think Brandon's gonna keep the title just because, uh, like you said, he has the pinnacle, uh, and with no disqualifications, no countouts, with it being a street fight, I think that's gonna come into play.
0: I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. Since it's a street fight, you know, no disqualifications. They can cheat all they want, but maybe warhorse might have something up his sleeve i mean
1: yeah that's very possible
0: he might bring somebody from st louis you never know
1: yeah you never know but uh you can find out one of two ways you can order it on fight tv uh it's actually available for pre-order right now or you can go to capewrestling.com get your tickets and come to the show this saturday Uh, don't forget to up armstrong outdoors for those skybox tickets again i'm not sure if there's any left uh but yeah i'm really really looking forward to celebrating five years of ccw
0: i mean i'm pumped i mean for it to be five years i mean if you told me that a couple years ago i probably wouldn't believe it. just because i mean it's hard to keep companies but i mean ccw has grown so much it's it's here for it's here for good i mean and it's part of my family I mean, I've met a lot of people there, so... I mean, if you're out this weekend and you got nothing to do, come to CCW. I mean, it's worth the money.
1: Absolutely. Always worth the money. But, uh, yeah, thanks for listening to us today, guys. Uh, Hope to see you at the show Saturday. Uh, Big Nasty, you got anything to plug?
0: I mean, this show, I mean, it's going to be, you know, like you said... A super show quality matches I mean it's worth more than it we're giving it but we're gonna be surprised when we see and go on Saturday I mean I always get surprised I mean and then you get to also if you come out you know buy some merch from F&M buy some figures or meet some wrestlers I mean they're always nice enough to you know talk to you and if you're having a bad day you know They'll cheer you up. I mean, yeah. CCW is always a friendly family show.
1: Absolutely. Um, any social medias
0: you want to plug
1: or anything? Or are you kind of a private person? Or-
0: I mean, I got my Facebook. It's, you know, my real name is Donald Dwayne, but everybody calls me Big Nasty. The name stuck years ago, but... If you come to the show, you're not going to miss me. I stand out. Oh, yeah.
1: You always wear the big
0: nasty shirt. Yes. And if you want to get a big nasty shirt, just hit me up and I'll send you the website where you can buy one.
1: There you go, man. Get you a big nasty shirt.
0: I mean, you want to be nasty, just get my shirt.
1: There you go. Uh, So, you can go to foursidesiv.com and you can find all of our social media platforms. We have Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, we're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We're on Anchor. Uh, pretty much everywhere by now. Um, hit up our Tee Public if you want to get you a Four Sides shirt, and we've got masks, pillows, all kinds of stuff. So, uh, that's one way to kind of financially support Four Sides Podcasts, but, uh, it, it's good to be back on the mic. It's been a while, but, uh, just thanks for sticking with us, guys, and like I said, hope to see you guys at the show this Saturday. Uh, Big nasty, thanks for joining me, man. It's I, mean, I know we don't always get to see each other a whole lot with adult life and everything, but it's kind of it's really good to just sit here and and shoot the shiz with you.
0: I mean for sure, and I mean when we go to CCW, I get to you know meet all my friends again and hang out. I mean I enjoy every month, you know, going to CCW because I get to talk to all my friends and see what they've been up to. And, I mean, Caleb, he's one of my great friends, so... Thanks,
1: man. I think you're a great friend, too.
0: I mean, if it wasn't for CCW, I would have never met him, so... There you go. CCW put people together.
1: Yep, it's more than just a wrestling company. It's a, it's a way of life, almost.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you're a wrestling fan and you come to CCW, you're going to meet somebody that... Likes the stuff you like I mean There's always somebody out there You make a friend with
1: Yeah If it wasn't for CCW I wouldn't be doing this podcast I probably wouldn't have A whole lot of friends So It's just been a big blessing In my life too
0: I mean yeah I mean In my opinion It kind of saved my life Because Depression You know It gets me And CCW brought me out of my shell And I mean I used to not be this social So I mean I Appreciate everything CCW's done for me
1: yes me too um next episode we're gonna sit down and we're gonna talk with the pinnacle princess a little bit so uh until then uh try to stay cool outside it's really really hot even though it's not inferno anymore uh it's inferno outside though uh hopefully we will see you at the show but if not we will see you on the next episode until then peace